Hello, and yes, I'm surprised that this podcast is still going too. Apologies for the lateness. This episode has been in the can for over two months now, but I've not edited it until recently for a couple of reasons. Reasons which I will now enumerate. In Roman, because that's classier. Reason I. I've been fairly busy. Busy moving in with my girlfriend. I don't know if I've mentioned, but I have a girlfriend now. And also busy with work, as the project I was on was wrapping up, and that involved working late. Not nearly as late as anyone else, but I'm still using it as an excuse. Reason I, I. There was some content in this episode which was in poor taste even by our standards. It was entirely my fault. And for work-related reasons, I felt it would be extremely unwise to release this episode until now. However, having listened to it again, I now realise it would be extremely unwise to release it at all. So I've had to edit out about ten minutes. Don't worry, at some later date, when it won't result in my getting bollocked in a galaxy far, far away, I'll release the unedited version. So, enjoy the episode, and if you want to check out any of the Kickstarters mentioned in it, they're probably on archive.org by now. And there'll be another newish episode next-ish weekish, which we actually recorded about a month ago. Sorry! Welcome to Pig Ignorant Gamers number 29, the final podcast to come from uh, this house. Um, we assume, I mean, unless the people who buy the house off me do some kind of other podcast, but don't listen to that. Anyway, I'm Graham Goring. I'm Mark Foster. I'm Dave Williamson. Um, yeah, so, uh, like I say, last one from this house. Um, before we do, so the, acoustically, it will sound different next month because we'll be from Dave's house. So there'll be the clinking of champagne bottles in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave and his champagne. Um, I don't even like it. Yeah. And if we do one from Mark's, it'll just sound of cockroaches and stuff from a, a single mattress. Yeah, you just hear sirens and yeah. shouting from drunk people. Yeah. Mind you, there's a plane going over now, I can hear. I don't know if that'll come across. So, what has happened in the news? Um, the IGF awards were announced. Oh, okay. Or the winners, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Did you make a note of those? Because I've turned the TV uh, off now. Her story oh, won yeah. everything. It won two things. It won 33 grand. That's pretty good. Yeah. It won a three grand one and the Seamus McNally. But I've never played it, so N- uh, no comment to make on it. Um, yeah, so, so that, and uh, that uh, that tiny tube or whatever it's called. Mini Metro. There we go. Tiny tube. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then some other games won some things. Civil. S- did Civil win something? And Nuovo. Oh, the shit award. I mean, that's what it is, isn't it? Y- usually it's, it usually it's my favourite award. <laughs> Cart Life. Cart Life won the grand prize as well, though. Yeah. What? That was nonsense. It won the grand prize. I'm still annoyed about that. Really? Do you not remember? Cart we talked about everything. this. It won three awards. Oh. It won Nuovo, grand prize, and like excellence in design, maybe? Somewhere. Fuck. And Something then they stupid. shot all the hipsters involved in the awards, and it never happened again. What yeah. won it last year? Was it Mushroom Eleven? What one? I hope not. I have no idea. Ooh. Shit. Well, a bit of a schism <laughs> there. Uh, okay. So IGF happened. Oh, okay, right. I, I was actually there because I was at GDC this year. I should probably mention that. Yeah. I was at GDC. Um, obviously doing promotion for a, a game. Um, so I was on the show floor for about five minutes, but I got to meet uh, Konjak, who, you know, is doing Iconoclast. Oh, yeah. Play a demo of that. That was fun. I'll tell you what, though, because I was borrowing a press badge. Um, someone fixed me up with a press badge, and it has, like, a little sort of bit of, um, like, red label that hangs off the bottom of it, 
and it, it's basically what I imagine being a bitch in heat is like. Uh, I'm talking about as in a dog, because people are just, oh, come and have a look at a game. Would you like a Steam code for a game? Oh, can I, oh, uh, come and play a shitty game? So much crap. Because the thing is, I'm really polite. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll play your game. And there was a lot of real crap. Um, a lot. Of, what I don't understand is it costs a fortune to do this. The self-belief of these people, because a lot of their games are absolute fucking doggo. It's it's really weird. And then you do the main hall for GDC, and that's even more depressing in some ways, because it's just people selling services like translation and stuff like that. And then you have like a big... Because st- effectively, it's not really... I guess it's all about going into the talks. The actual show floor is, you know, maybe you have a meeting there or something like that. But in general, it's kind of shit. Well, the, the general thing seems to be like, yeah, go to all the talks and stuff. And then also it's just the social stuff around it. Like go yeah, to the yeah. park and hang the out with people. The floor is just like getting free stuff. I was going to get free. I did actually, I actually have got a Steam code for a game. We should run a competition for a Steam code for a game. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what the game is. <laughs> It didn't look particularly good, if I'm honest. But I have got a Steam code for it somewhere. This is an enticing competition opportunity here. It's, it's, it's a mystery. Yeah, the thing is, if I can't find it, I'll probably buy someone something nice instead, like uh, Hyperlight Drifter, which we'll be reviewing later. Oh, Dave. Dave's, Dave's face went slightly... <laughs> to say he's not a big fan. Um, uh, yeah, so I went to GDC, and um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to go to any of the talks, so that was a bit bobbins. But I did eat some uh, delicious chicken. So that happened. Swings and roundabouts. So yeah, swings and roundabouts, uh, and it was all expenses because it was with the company. Um, uh, yeah, but ni- neither of you went to GDC this year, which is weird because normally it's Dave who goes to GDC, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, not uh, this year. No, uh, wasn't there something else though? Was there some kind of other thing that happened? It was Rest was like. Oh, did anyone go to Rest? I went to Rest. Yeah. Oh, okay. What was that like? Uh, it's just the same as it always is. It's just like a smaller show with. A bunch of games. I don't know. It, it's just I'm I'm tired of them now. There's no point. I went. I got a three day pass. Was always a bit bobbins. Well, yeah, it's Eurogamer specific, so hmm. there's not really any other press there because it's you know they've got monopoly on it a bit. So not that many like games that aren't just indie hmm. go there. And when I say indie, I mean like indie that you've not heard of. Yeah, like the shit ones. The, the indie room there. Which was about ten degrees warmer than the rest of the place. Oh, so was it not like with the left field, like they have normally? The left field was there, right? That there, you know, left field stuff that was interesting. Mm. Um, pool panic was great. Uh, Angus's game was really cool. What's like, that? You just like pool balls that have faces and they do different things. Like the one of them will be scared of you and run away, and, the, and it's great. Uh, oh, okay. Um, that was in left fields, but like the indie room. I played a few games there, and I was just like, this is just bad. One of them, comment was called, I kept calling it Bad Sonic, because it was like Sonic, but really bad. And you couldn't, and you couldn't jump. It was, the controls were stupid. Um, yeah, there's just loads of crap. Mm. I'm being very, very negative and broad strokes there, but like, yeah, just nothing. You you had fun then. Yeah, it was great. Well, this kind of gets something, well, I would discuss the idea that there are too many games. I think it's probably maybe there are too many shit games. Is There's a, well, there's it, a lot of wheat. It's fine. You don't have to play them. It's I know, just... but it's it's really difficult to, to, to wade through a bit. I, I just feel like it would be nice if there was some kind of, and this is possibly a little totalitarian, like 
like a panel that basically decided whether your game could come out. Do you mean like Steam back in the day? Yeah, do you know what? Back in the day, Steam back in the day. Well, the, the panel the is just the internet. Yeah, unfortunately, the internet's full of fucking idiots. I mean, people who listen to this sort of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening to this now, if you didn't catch that, Graves called you an idiot. Well, we're idiots making it. We're all idiots together. Yes, okay. Um, uh, Universal idiocy. Yeah, so no, I, 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 yeah, do you know what? Back, I think in some ways when Steam was properly curated, it was better. Because it, it, these days, you know, there's like a billion games coming out every fucking day. And the worst thing is some of them look pretty and then they play really badly, which is a real bait and switch. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Well, it's easy to make, like, you can take assets and stuff and make something that looks okay now but yeah this there is a lot of shit but it doesn't matter mm. as long as you get some information somewhere that tells you what is and isn't good so there is some curation process somewhere it's just because yeah. there's so much on steam and stuff. yeah i've never bought something like i mean the closer came to buying stuff blind was the fact that i did i just jumped in and bought hyperlight drifter before new reviews came out mm-hmm. um likewise sort and sanctuary actually um, because I just assumed that I would, and I had played. Yeah, there's a few things, things like that, but they have marketing behind them to yeah. get them there, which is what separates those kind of like if someone puts a game on Greenlight and their marketing is to tweet and say, "Oh, can you retweet my tweet, please?" That's not mark. That's stupid. Mm. That's not a good strategy. But like, it's about the limit of my marketing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but see, because you got on in the good old days of Steam, where it was curated, and somehow you slipped through the cracks. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I by slipping into Gabe Newell's crack, um, um, and and you know got a million pounds as a result. That's not an actual sum that you got, but it's probably, it's probably not far off. It's quite far off. Yes, he's oh. saying he had to uh, crack slash loot. Does that work? No. Okay. Not really. <laughs> Um, hang on, let's let's workshop this. Crack, we can... crack bash, and then loot. Did you get the money? Uh, from Steam. Wait. Uh, hang on. Crack splash lube. <laughs> <laughs> something like, I don't know, something like that, anyway. Uh, the, 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 the point is... The point is... I would play that game. Crack splash lube, the porn version of yours. Anyway. Uh, what else happened? Uh... PS4 introduced remote play for desktop computers. Oh yeah, so that's got. I haven't. You've tried, haven't you? Yeah, it works, works pretty well. Um, you did, did you do it remotely, remotely, or did you do it on your home home network? Yeah, on the home network, but Wi-Fi. Hmm. So I mean, we if if you're doing it over um, Ethernet, then you probably won't get much lag at all. Hmm. Um, and I didn't get much lag over Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, but I still wouldn't use it for. Like a twitchy game, yeah. Like I definitely struggled playing uh, Rocket League over it, right? So, see, because that's mostly the only type of games I've because the games I'm playing at the moment are Demon Souls Three, Sword and Sanctuary, um, um, and Demon Souls Three. What? Demon Souls Three. Sorry, Dark Souls Three. Uh, oh, You're living in a fantasy world. He's, there. Not, he's not meant to know about that. Or number two. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they skipped two and gone straight to three. Yeah, it's so good. Um, no, yeah, so so things that are somewhat, yeah, twitchy. I can't see me playing really many non-twitchy things on PS4. I just feel like it is, it's where action-y things You live. could play The Witness over it. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. I can see that. Clearly not played The Challenge of The Witness. I've not played The Witness. <laughs> I need to go back to it. I need to go back to how, it and play it. How far into it did you get? 
Oh, but I've done like about five, six lasers or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I've done a, I've done a reasonable amount. I don't know what the color puzzles are yet, but I know I've done like the Tetronomos and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and whatnot. God, it's so good. It's really so good. good. Um, so good. So good. So good. Um, well done, John. Let's all just take a while to say well done to Mr. Jonathan Blow uh, for making such a lovely game, even if it is very pretentious with all that philosophy shite when you find the little tape recorders. He's alright. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get in the way or anything. And I like the sensible decision that you don't have to stay near them. You can click them and then just wander around listening to the stuff. Um, yeah, because I think when they did that VO session, in fact, it's like one of the shortest VO sessions they'd done at the studio, because I think we use the same people. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, anything else? Uh, I've read a book. Oh, you read a book? Yeah. Um, First time for everything. Well, hang on yeah. a second. This is a games podcast, <laughs> not a book podcast. Yeah. This better be a, a book about a game. It was about Spelunky. That's okay. That's yeah, about that's a game. Fine. That passes. It's good then. It's a very good book. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, you definitely need to know about Spelunky, but I think you need to really be into Spelunky for hmm. it to um, to really mean anything because it is very specific about the making of Spelunky. You would hope so, given that the book's about <laughs> the making of Spelunky, pretty much. Yeah, well, I mean, you might have thought because it, it does say it's autobiographical, but it's autobiographical just about his time making Spelunky. So. Yeah. Doesn't cover Aquaria at all. It, it well, he mentions it, but yeah, he just did the art on that. So yeah, I mean, I've never played that. Have you not? Yeah. Eh, it's okay. It's all right. Probably won't play it then, based off that review. Yeah, I don't know. It just um, just feels a bit sort of mushy. That's all. Yeah. So so. Do you, do you learn lots of new stuff about Spelunky? Cause, cause yeah, I'm, I'm was, tempted to get it myself. There was a few interesting um, insights, like um, him. Um, certain things, like the eggplant, was literally a last-second um, addition. Yeah, and he didn't actually think it was possible to do it solo. Yeah, an egg, a full eggplant run, and and it was a, it was interesting to you know hear his views on figuring out glitches that make things possible that he didn't even imagine himself yeah so it was it was it was very good yeah and the eggplant isn't it just that you take it to the final boss and then he has a different head yeah but because you have to carry it you can't yeah. you can't do hell on your well, he thought you couldn't do hell on your own right and um, because obviously you need to um go through to get the head jet which you drop whatever item you're carrying yeah. You also need to be able to carry the um, staff, the scepter, mm. and things like that. So he thought it was an actual impossible task. Um, obviously, you could co-op it, because then the other person could carry the eggplant. Mm. But um, it w wasn't until someone found the uh, ball and chain glitch. And it was interesting that... What's the ball and chain glitch? You can destroy um, the moist uh, head, the East Island head, yeah. with the ball and chain. Um which means you can then get through without... Uh, once you've killed yourself and dropped the eggplant, or yeah. you put the eggplant down, you can then go back outside of the Easter, uh, Easter Island head to get the eggplant again. So you can effectively do that bit on your own. What's the ball and chain? It, when you, you kill... Uh, when you destroy um, so many altars, Carly gives you a ball and chain. Oh, so yeah. if you destroy Carly altars... 
Yeah, they, you, you get, get a negative. Uh, you know, no, you, it's, it's a very negative thing. Yeah, it makes you really heavy and stuff. Oh, it's bad. You don't want it. But it has a side effect. Uh, it also can destroy any block. Yeah, so if you put the ball on one side of a block and then you're on the other one, you move through it. But yeah, it, and it was interesting because once they, w- w- the glitch was discovered, instead mm. of fixing the glitch because it yeah. was an unintended thing, um, he actually uh, altered the game so that it looked more intentional. Yeah, well, see, that's, that's what I love it when they do design like that. Like with Dishonored, they because the, there were certain powers that were overpowered. And they just they made they designed around that. Yeah, because the head statue when you destroyed it, because mm. there was no, he never thought it was possible. There was no. Um, it partially destroyed blocks for yeah. it in the art, and so he, he replaced them and, and made it, you know, a proper feature of the game. That's nice. That's the proper way of doing things. All right. Well, I might, I might, I might have to have, to have, have a read of that because it does sound good. I, I, I'm. It's such a such a, a seminal game. Um. It's a, it's it's weird. It's it's kind of it's it's weird that it's sort of uttered alongside names like Super Meat Boy and stuff like that. But Super Meat Boy is nothing really. I think. But, then, but, but strangely, it was wasn't wasn't very popular. What? Um, Spelunky. Wasn't very really popular. Wasn't very. You know, it didn't sell very well until uh, the PS4 version came out, really, and the Daily what? Challenges. Really? Um, yeah, got into the book. Well, then, but this I thought is everyone played Spelunky. Right, but this is the point because you were we were looking at something on Kickstarter, and you were saying about how solo co-op thing, uh, you know, um, hot seat, local, local multiplayer. Co- oh. <laughs> Uh, aren't you know very big except on console, so that totally sort of ties in with that. Makes yeah, sense. but the original was on what, Xbox. Well, what about Xbox Steam? Oh, God, it came yeah. on Steam though, didn't it? Yeah, it's obviously Steam. Steam has done quite well. well so it came on. Hang on, so it came out on still. Xbox 360 and it didn't sell that well. Yeah, it did. I mean, it, it did okay. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a complete flop. No, it did okay, but not in in a like a Super Meat Boy kind of way. Wow, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Blimey, I would not have predicted that. I mean, I guess it is a niche game, really. But yeah, and it so many people playing on like Let's Plays and stuff. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. It wasn't until the daily uh, the daily challenges came in in the PS4 version, and they um, got a lot of YouTubers on, involved, and I think then it, it gained in popularity. Did that? Because this thing, we it's like a total thing that they do hire people to play your games on YouTube these days. Like, like I know the, we did a game, and there was like a like whole series of things on on YouTube we basically made a TV series about that game effectively it's weird, and it's weird that that kind of you know trying to reach out to the the, the big streamers and get them to play your game yeah. it's it's bizarre that they have kind of become celebrities in, in and and so powerful as a result i didn't realize that we were watching a film recently called as above so below this um spooky one and one of the ways they promoted that was they got PewDiePie and took him to the catacombs in Paris and scared the shit out of him and his girlfriend it's bizarre it's bizarre yeah. Um, but yeah so so uh, uh, it's a book nice quality good pictures and stuff in there and no pictures at all what yeah I mean, a, if you're not interested in having a book in on your shelf I'd suggest getting the Kindle version Ooh. It's got books in a bookshelf. I mean, it's mostly games and DVDs. But... No, I'm saying, I'm saying. Oh, that's on your dickwad. All right, okay. I was facing the mostly, mostly comic books and Terry Pratchett. I'll be honest. But I'm sure a Spelunky book will be a fine addition there. Well, yeah, and sadly there won't be any more Terry Pratchetts. Um, that's all of them. Mm, sad. Um, uh, and there's a gun on there as well. You may notice it's not a real gun, obviously. Yeah. Not really. Uh, yeah. So, anything else? 
Life is Strange is getting a Kickstarter. Oh, it didn't. It's been pulled already. I, <laughs> I love these deluded fuckers. And occasionally, because there was that Star Wars one as well, wasn't there? This idiot who thought, oh, $20,000, that's enough to make a game with. Twat. So, yeah, basically, someone that likes Life is Strange was annoyed that Don't... Is it Don't Nod are the people who made it? Yes, it Weren't going to yeah. do a sequel and decided to do a Kickstarter because he has absolutely no understanding of anything. Fucking idiot. Um, and then and then pulled it. Yeah, but he was going to get $20,000, give it to, to uh, Life is Strange, and they would knock up the game in a lunchtime, presumably, because that's how much that would cover in terms of money. And if they didn't want to, he would buy the license with that money and get someone else to make it. Because that's how this works. I... Ugh. <laughs> ugh. People are stupid. Um, what else... Um, there's more on the uh, Coleco Chameleon. Yep, he admitted it was a fake, didn't he? He, he, he? he claims he was utterly duped. Yes, he claims that somebody who he's never met and he doesn't know who they are and he'll never be able to get in touch with them again mm. was the real brains behind the project. And he was just the front man uh, and he was also duped along with everyone I'll, else. Mr. S. Goat. If... <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's his excuse, I, I feel like there were no brains behind this project. Because oh, Esco, what is that his name? Yeah, first name Scape. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, very much so. Except he's a fictional one. He's more like S Ghost because he doesn't exist. Escape uh, yeah. Ghost. Escape <laughs> Ghost. How is there not an indie game called Escape? Yeah, Ghost? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Because Escape Goat is a great game. There should be Escape Ghost. Same exact same one, but. Walk through walls. There you are. It's really easy. It's just an accessibility mode like that. I've been thinking about accessibility modes in games recently because of what I would do to Wait, make but my While you've been getting more. destroyed by Dark Souls. No, <laughs> no. Do you know what? It's weird. A lot of people are saying this Dark Souls is easy. Well, go on, no, we'll come back to Dark Souls. Oh, no. This one is foof yeah, hard. I would say foof hard, yeah. Yeah. Um, foof hard. <laughs> David, love it. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Coleco thing turned out, yeah, was complete bullshit. Oh, what a surprise. Um, uh, what else? Uh, well, conversely, um, the Fear Effect. Yeah. Um, a company approached Square Enix to kickstart. Yeah, a sequel a to... sequel? I don't understand this, because this is a game that no one gives a shit about, apart from that bloke on the Kickstarter video who made the originals that no one's ever heard of. Because um, it, was, it was a crappy Resident Evil-style game on the PS1, and it had a crappy sequel... And it just had the, it was like, oh, cell shaded visuals, what do you fucking do? It was a crappy game, and 20 years later, no one gives a shit, for some reason, some idiots thought, oh, well, let's do a sequel, except it's, um, completely different style of game. Um, ugh, I, I don't understand it, it looks terrible. I think, I think the story here, though, is that they approached Square Enix, Square Enix kind of just went, yeah, sure, why not? I think, yeah, I mean, I suppose it, it kind of, I mean, they're not going to do anything with it, it's kind of, it's not exactly one of their crown jewels, is it? Um, I mean, I suspect if I went up to them and said, oh, can I make a Deus Ex board game? They'd be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so that's shit. That's uh, that's a terrible Kickstarter, um, having watched the video, and no one cares. Um, uh, and what was it? it? It's about halfway to its goal of 50 grand, wasn't it? Something like that? Was it? <laughs> was it? I don't know. I did not take an interest. We'll have a look later. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Anything follow else? the link. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow the link. Uh, anything else? 
There's there's a little miniature Commodore 64 being made. Oh yeah, looks really cute. They just just I think they've li- it's weird because they haven't licensed the name. However, they have licensed the form factor and the ROMs and all this other stuff. They just haven't licensed the name Commodore because Commodore it's weird. It's like to make everything that was the Commodore that isn't the name Commodore was sold off to some other company it seems and they've licensed it from them. Um, but uh, they're also going to make a little Diddy handheld, and even though it's a complete white elephant, I love the idea of like a little, a little Commodore in your hand that that is actually you know like a genuine sort of system on chip version. And, and it. is it going to be like the Spectrum one that they're not well, going to pay any of the developers? Yeah, probably. I expect. But here's the thing: I love the Spectrum, whereas as a Spectrum owner, I hated the Commodore 64. So fuck those guys. Um, <laughs> basically, I don't care about those developers. Um... I don't, yeah, no, there's something about the Spectrum one which was a little bit cynical and horrible. Um, I don't know. I, I, I quite, I quite like, I think this looks very nice. Whereas the Spectrum Vega looks crap. I think another thing is that the Commodore suit's kind of a little portable more than anything. I mean, they're doing a full size version as well because, because loads of games were only, pl- were playable on the joystick. Like, there was much more uptake of, with joysticks on the Commodore, I think. And therefore games were made to be played with, you know, set controls like yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, the Spectrum, the Kempston joystick just mimicked the key controls. No, I know, but I, I think, because most people, a lot of people played on the actual Specky itself, more more so, I think people used keyboard controls on the Spectrum, so games would have ridiculous numbers of controls, like fucking but the, the, the Spectrum had that stupid thing where, was it um, six, seven, eight, nine was the arrow keys? Uh, and he's just like, that is the stupidest place to put them. It, well, it, okay, no, so the arrow keys were 5, 6, 7, 8. 5, 6, 7, 8, okay. Yeah. I was and, one out. Whereas the Sinclair interface equivalents were 6, 7, 8, 9, 0. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, that was actually, because it was 6 and 7 were left and right, 8 was down, 9 was up, 0 was fire. It actually felt really good as a control mm. scheme. Um, if you just set it to interface 2, I, if it didn't have good keys, like if it was like QAOPM, which I never liked. I like QZOPS. That was me. That was my uh, my control scheme. Um, then I would use the Sinclair Interface 2 ones because they were good. Yeah. So there you go. Um, and a Kempston. Yeah, but the Kempston was dangerous because if you wobbled that Kempston interface, it would blow the Eula on the, your computer and that was it. It was fucked. You'd brick your machine. It was terrifying. The, amount, the, the ways in which you could destroy your Spectrum. I, th- I think we've lost Mark. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> A long time ago, computers only had two <laughs> colours, uh, basically. Uh, no, well, anyway, it's old men talking about things. That's what this is. Um, right, okay. So, yeah, so that looks quite cute, I thought, anyway. Um, interesting. Uh, anything else? Shadow of the Beast. Yeah. So there was a shitty old game on the, on the Amiga called Shadow of the Beast, and they're doing a remake of it, and, um, and this looks shitty as well. Which I think is it's not. I think you can be too faithful to a project, and I think by by buying, I think too faithful will be if uh, when they die they just fell through the floor. Yeah, that was it. We did look <laughs> at some footage, and it was shit. Shadow of the Beast, the way everything just fell through the floor. When you it, looked, it. it looked alright. It didn't look alright. It, it, right. te- it looked terrible. It looked cheap like and a, shit. What twenty thirty year old game? Uh, let me think. Be like eighty nine, something like that. Shadow of the Beast, I suppose. It's a twenty six year old game. Yeah. No, but we could do explosions back then, right? Like Cybernoid, that was a Spectrum game, 1986, amazing explosions. Yeah, but he hit them so hard it just made all their molecules align with the floor and they fell through. I mean, that's the height of effects. 
No, it's not. Anyway, so the new version looks... Uh, ten, up, sim- ten up collisions, basically. Similarly crap, and I don't understand why. Because this is a license that no one gives a shit about again. Yeah, really. I'm, I'm fine with if uh, getting old games that had the kernel of a good idea, yeah. but were implemented very badly, and yeah. remaking them. Remake the shit out of them, make them good. Yes. But if you're going to make a shit remake of a shit game yeah because well, yeah the shit game was it's not like there was anything interesting there it was just a just an unmanageable platformer that just had this artwork by um i forgot his name rodney marks not rodney marks that's a terrible comedian i know <laughs> um i forget anyway this guy had quite a, a good art style and it kind of mimicked that and it, but that, that's kind of all it had going for it was the kind of like oh big sprites whoop de fucking do um, and so this new one, and the thing is, no one who remembers the original is going to buy it because they'll be like, there'll be all these idiots who are like, forty pounds for a game, fuck that, because um, they want to. Uh, well, more they'll be. I remember Shadow of the Beast. It was shit. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, there'll be a few fuzzy-eyed nostalgics who don't remember, you know, who kind of re- misremember it as being good when it wasn't. It was bobbins. Um. Yeah. So, so it's you know, a few things this month. Anything else? That's all the news. News. Well, that means it's review time. We've got a few things we've actually played, haven't we? And some of, several of them we've all played. Which is, how about them apples? Yeah. Uh, shall we, what should we start with? I've got Dark Souls 3 first on the list. Do you want to get that one out of the way? Yeah. Let's get, <laughs> let's just rip that plaster off for Dave. <laughs> Do you want to cover this? In jizz? Um, okay. Uh, I don't, know, I don't even know what to say. Just, it's Dark Souls, but more. It's like the greatest hits of all Dark Souls games. So if you like Dark Souls, you will like Dark Souls Three. What a surprise that would be! Pretty yeah. much, if you if you you know, if you're gonna play it, you know you're gonna play it. Do you have any problems with it? I don't know. Not really, actually. Like it, it, it is just the same. any problems with it are the same as problems with any other Dark Souls game, really. Do you know? It it's weird. I think there's in some ways it's inferior to two. I think. And in what ways? In it, it does feel a bit slower in, in terms of the actual moment-to-moment gameplay. Like, if you get knocked down, you fucking stay down for, it seems like, forever. Yeah. I'm sure Dark Souls 2 was the most reactive. Or maybe it's because I'm used to playing Bloodborne as Probably well. Probably the Bloodborne. I, my issue with it is that I, I think the actual area design is brilliant. Really beautiful, mm-hmm. crisscrossing, stuff like that. It's not quite as in-depth as Dark Souls 1, though, for that stuff. It's yeah. more, it's more like, game designed yeah. rather than uh, place designed whereas well, Dark Souls it, 1 was just a kind of haphazard place y- yeah I think I think Dark Souls 2 kind of yeah Dark Souls 1 kind of folded back on itself it was much more compact I think by the nature of this being bigger you don't get as much of that but I think uh, what I really loved about Dark Souls 2 was from the start there were like four places you could go to in terms of you know going off and exploring it, it did feel like somewhere you could spell. Whereas this is incredibly linear. Yes, most of them. It's like it's like until you get up to um, Farron's Keep, you there's at that point, oh, there's two whole places you can explore, and then you do mm. one of those, and that's a dead end. I think that kind of stuff though is a little bit overrated. Like I used to hold that in high regard as well, like the exploration thing. But nowadays, I'm kind of more like I'd rather just go to a place and play the game, and if I get stuck, I'll just look up where I'm going to go next. Which I've only done once so far in, in Dark Souls 3, which was, uh, after I finished, like, at this point where it's split and you can go two ways. I mm. didn't, I didn't know where that second way was, so I managed to look it up and do that, but mostly. Yeah. And also, this very start of the game, you get to Firelink, yeah. and 
you have to set the bonfire and travel somewhere else that you've never been before. Yeah, that's weird. I, yeah, didn't realise that. I walked around there for about an hour before I realised you travelled from the bonfire. Yeah, that is After talking to the woman next to it, she says, travel to the bonfire. Yeah. And I thought it was a bit stupid. But, yeah, it's a bit of a weird decision to do that. No, this, the, 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 the linearity thing is a real bummer for me, I think. I, it's weird. I, I really... Because it, it, it was always the case that if you were hitting your head against something... Oh yeah, that's... Are, you'd leveled up enough that if you went and tried one of the other areas, you'd make progress. There, there. is, I guess, there is a little bit of that because I got somewhere and I was just like, I can't do the Abyss Watcher. Yeah, got there and I was just like, I can't do this. I kept getting down to like not that much health and then getting killed, but I, I had enough of it and just like found you could go somewhere else and did that. And yeah. that was like a lower level area as well, so that was good. But yeah, sometimes it is good to go somewhere else when you can't get past it, but. Hmm. You're gonna have to do it eventually, anyway. Yeah, I'm really enjoying. It's lovely seeing all those old characters back, like um, Sieg, whatever is it, Siegfried, Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy um, <laughs> of Katarina. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've seen uh, one of them because the other's dead. and stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, and that's weird. Andre being there. Um, but the weird thing is that the the woman in Farlik Shrine, the firekeeper, is exactly the woman from Demon Souls. In terms of, you know, eyes obscured, touch the darkness inside of me, that kind of stuff. And even Garrett reminds me a little bit of the, the Scottish guy from Demon Souls, who has my favourite line of dialogue in a video game ever. Uh, what does he say? You have a heart of gold, don't let them take it from you. Which is my favourite thing, I love it. Um, I don't know why, it just it, the delivery is absolutely perfect in that game, as opposed to what I just did. <laughs> uh, I feel I should get the sound clip and dub over it, because it's so nice. Um, I'm probably misremembering it as well. So I, I'm really loving it. And I can't, I, but I'm only, and I'm only about a third of the way through it, I reckon. But it's, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be pleased to sort of take a bit of a rest from it afterwards. Like that was weird. Like beating that boss in Salt and Sanctuary, I was suddenly like, oh, I fancy exploring this now. I think it may it didn't help that I was trying to platinum Bloodborne just before I went into Dark Souls Three. Well, no, because Bloodborne's easy to platinum. Is it? Do you not have to do any online stuff? No, 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 you don't. All oh, right. Yeah, you can platinum it with, um, yeah. To- well, you do. You know, you'll need help with the chalice dungeons, but there's none of that. Get well, to rank I did all the chalice dungeons on my own. So. Well, exactly right. So you, you just have to get to. You don't have to get to any ranks to be, in any covenants or anything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the one that I couldn't do in Dark, like Dark Souls Two. Where it's like get max rank in the blood covenant. I'm just like. No, yeah, I can't. It's like you have to beat 300 people or something. It's ridiculous. No, it's not even just that. You have to beat them all. Every time you beat one, you get one point. Every time yeah. you die, lose, you lose a point. Really? Yeah. So you have to have a kill-death ratio of like a positive one. Yeah. And then play for ages. So that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'm tempted to get Scholar of the First Sin. Just a, a really you know, different enemy layout. If I see it for cheap, I might, I might have yeah. to get that. Is it 60 FPS? Yeah. Yeah, that's tempting. Exactly. Well, the thing is, it's like that on the PC. You may as well just get the PC version, but if your PC can do that it. That PC is terrible. I yeah. much prefer to play on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, tempting. Uh, and that means we can talk about that on another podcast. <laughs> We're fucking with you. But anyway, Dark Souls 3, really, really Yeah, good. really good. If you like Dark Souls, play it. Yeah, it's good. It's good that it's, it's got like, it feels like Dark Souls. Well, it so. keeps just re- like bringing up old stuff in it. And like, yeah. using old enemies in there and stuff. And you're like, oh, is this guy... Yeah, which sometimes And then feels thinking, a little oh shit, strange. it's this guy. Well, yeah, like the little basilisks. Um, the he, well, they're fine. It's yeah. more like when you see a black knight, my heart just stopped beating. Do you know what? In some ways, it's kind of. It means they've kind of thrown everything. At, like, there's an area called 
Farron's Keep, and there's this big poison swamp, and it's abs- it it looks like someone just took a big box of stuff from a previous game and just shook it out all over that area in terms of items, because there's just items fucking everywhere. And there's a couple of nice little nods and winks to previous ones, like little dead mushroom men and things like that, and that's cute. But it does feel like you're finding loads of stuff, and loads of it's just like, oh, it's that thing I don't give a shit about because I can't use it. And well, that's know. all Souls games. Though. Yeah, I know. It just feels like when it's something that was from a previous game, it's kind of, I don't know, this, it comes to a point where fan service feels like laziness in terms of, oh, let's just pull that asset, give it some new textures, mm-hmm. bush, pop it in. You've got to do a bit of work to get that in, though, like yeah. with the new, um, what's it called? Skill stance. Yeah, I love that. That's great. And I love oh, yeah. I love the fact that, you know, uh, you got mana, uh, well, f- focus points. That's in, weird as hell. For magic and stuff like that. That's yeah, great. but you use it for, you have like an Estus. Estus to yeah, I really like that. that. And the way you can balance it, that's brilliant, I think. Yeah. Because I, I, I have like four health Estus and six Ashen Estus at the moment. Really? I, you got six. Oh, you're a mage, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm melee, so yeah, don't, exactly. I just so, have all yellow. What, do you not use any just for like for bow and arrow? I ne- no. Oh, because you do the power shot with bow and arrows. It's great. I've never. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, but if you hold down both left triggers, so right. one to aim, the other one cues up a power shot, and then when you fire it, it, it does extra damage, and you hear this thump as it fires it, and it's great for doing he- headshots and stuff like that. It's brilliant because they fly uh, more truly the and they go further. Cool. I think. Yeah, um, I mostly just use it for parrying because oh, my right. my. Uh, Katana yeah, has a parry and a slash. The right. parry is super useful. So it's you know there's loads of really great things about it, but yeah, I just I feel I, I still think in terms of level design they never improved on demons. Really, I think is the demon souls more linear though. Uh, no, if anything, it's not because you you well it's basically you can choose from any of the four or five worlds, and you can explore any just jump between them as much as you like. Okay, oh, it's great. You should get it. Oh, I need a PS3. That is the only downside. Mm. I'm surprised they haven't just polished that one up and popped it out on PS4. Yeah. Because it will be, yeah. Well, they didn't really have the foresight to even, you know, sh- keep, what do they do with the IP? I can't remember. Well, why did Dark Souls happen and not Demon Souls 2? Yeah, because Demon is Sony, basically, that's why. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's great. Uh, although, the bloody lod pop in it is terrible. The what now? Level of detail on all the environments. Just walking around, things are just going change, change, change. It's just ridiculous the amount of uh, level of detail right, pop on the environment. Really Have you not noticed? I'll show you. It's bloody awful. Um, yeah, but it's great. It's great. Love it. Yep. It's great. It's lovely. And the car's brilliant because you can get loads of people in. That's it. When you're having like three on three fights, brilliant. It's uh, it's ace. So would recommend a a plus plus would buy again. Probably will as well because that's how this works. <laughs> Uh, I normally have about three versions. I think I've got three versions of Dark Souls 2. So, um, yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Out of ten? Ooh. I can't really. I can. I can, and I'm going to give it 8.5 out of ten. Okay. I'd probably say, yeah, 8.5 is good. Yeah. So there you go. It's, it would be like nine if I was still in my peak interest of Souls games, but I've, yeah. I, I've played a lot of that That's now. That's it. I, I'm just getting I'm, get, I'm getting older now. I'm, yeah. I have less time to... Uh, You've got Run back to a boss. Souls fatigue. That's what you got. Which is a funny thing for me to say as well. Yeah. <laughs> shortcuts. I put up a shortcut. Um, yeah, it's great. It's nice. I like the differences, but it's it is very much more the same. Um, what else? Hyperlight Drifter. We all played this, didn't we? Yep. Yes. 
So what did you think of it, Dave? Because I think we'll go, because I think you have the most negative view. It's weird, because I started it. I didn't actually enjoy it. It took a lot of work to make me enjoy it. But you, you seem to really have a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of the reverse. When I started playing it, I thought, oh, a nice environment. I like the way it's controlling. It, it, it seemed okay. But then after six hours of trying to walk into every bush and wall yeah. I yeah. could possibly and not being able to figure out where I'm supposed to go, I that's something it does feel like like they drew the rooms and then they blocked in the collision completely irrespective of what the tiles were that made up that room slightly doesn't it it does it does feel like um like it's not really like a tile map in the in the traditional sense and so there's an unpredictability as to what's solid and what isn't yeah and and the way they hid stuff that's vital for you to continue yeah that is complete that is ridiculous on the west side the things you need in order to play through. I don't know. I have not found anything in the West. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I don't know what's there. I've not found any way to go. The thing is, <laughs> once you know, because obviously the, the the secrets are hidden. Whenever there's a secret, there's like a little symbol on the floor. Yeah, they have little tells. And yeah. in the East, I I worked out the tells quite well. And I mm. found, because you, in the game, you're collecting purple triangles. Yeah. I have no idea why. It never explains it. No. You're collecting purple triangles. Yeah. And I I, I found five that way, and I, I think that's the way I had most success. Yeah. And I, I didn't mind that way so much, other than all the minions, the, the normal enemies in it, are just so easy that they become a chore to fight. And there's so many of I've, them. I've always enjoyed... That's the way thing. When I started, I thought it was... I didn't enjoy fighting because it threw so many enemies. But as I've got more skills... I've really enjoyed But they're, the they're so easy. That it's almost like they're pointless. I mean, if they wanted to get a sense that there was enemies in the area and they wanted them to be very easy, just throw a few at you. Hmm. And you go, oh, yeah, there's, there's enemies in this area, but they're not much of a problem. Instead, of, there's hundreds of enemies in this area hmm. that I have to wade through and they're not much of a problem. Well, I, I enjoy, I've, I've, I've enjoyed all the dashing around the, and the feel of the combat myself. Hmm. Um. I would agree. I don't like the way that secrets are hidden in, in via really cheap things, where it's effectively oh, there's a hole in the collision there, and there might be a tiny little tail, but sometimes you are literally just pushing up against the bloody bushes and trying to figure out where. And, and there's another issue that I've I've got through collision areas that I'm not supposed to, and then became trapped. Yes, and trying was, to figure out your way out where where you're completely obscured, you can't even see like a silhouette. Well, of I no, I literally got trapped in that to. Uh, go back to the save point. Oh, really? So you had to use the teleport thing? Yeah, yeah. I um, there was uh, in the north when I was talking to the guy. I was like, "Oh, I'll look for some secrets." I say I was talking to the guy. He showed me a picture of something. That yeah. I have no idea what it meant. I, th I get the thing that that doesn't factor into anything. Like no. there'll be a guy who shows you where the boss is, who you'll always meet on the way, mm. and then that's it. And and you were saying that you you don't think you you don't like that kind of. No, <laughs> it does seem like less less an artistic decision and more. Uh, save a bit of money on the translation here. It's not even that. It's not even telling you anything. It's not doing anything. It, it mm. does absolutely nothing. I don't know what what it what they're in it, for. It, it is all mise en scène, isn't it? I think that kind of stuff is just a general pretentious indie thing that you want to do to not have text in the game. Mm. Like when we were making Titan Souls to start there, we just I just wrote in, press A to roll or whatever, yeah. and it, and like. They, we didn't want to do that really initially, but they've taken that to the entire thing, even in like shop menus and stuff. It's all pictures, isn't it? 
Yeah. And to be honest, it's fine. Like it, it works. It's just like it sounds like a massive design chore yeah. just to get around I not using language. Yeah, I certainly don't give a shit about the world in it, really. Mm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I thought I was going to like about. I thought it was going to paint me a picture of the world at least. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't do any of that. I'm. I. I don't even know why I should care about trying to go any further in the game. That's it. I don't understand what I'm doing particularly because because it gives me no these, reason to do anything. Well, you get these little flashbacks to the like the intro sequence, which I quite like because the, the intro sequence actually reminded me oddly of Flashback, the video game that that Delphine one and Another World, the way it was, you know, sort of flat polygons, you know, well, effectively, you know, uh, animated art, animated eight bit art, which was quite cute, I thought. But yeah, I just. It's, it, it, I don't know, it's like he's it's like he's played a bunch of other games that do this kind of thing well and missed the point slightly. Well, my major issue is, is purely the progression because I've got to a point now where I can't find any more of the secret, so that's it, the game's... Yeah. And I've not even scratched the surface with the game. People are telling me like stories of like loads more of the game that I've just not seen and will never see because yeah. I don't care enough about the world... He's not made me care about the world yeah, enough yeah. for me to go through the chore of trying to walk into every wall. The only see thing that's keeping me playing saw. is is kind of the completionist. And I, I personally have actually enjoyed finding secrets. I like seeing something and go, oh, is that one? And then when it is, I love it finding off. secrets, but yeah. don't block my progression in the yes. game because I can't find them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That does seem the west side in particular does seem quite unfair. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. But I will eventually use a YouTube and go right. Where are these things? Like you haven't unlocked any of the extra weapons, have you? Uh, no, I've I've maxed out what all the abilities, like the shotgun and the railgun. Oh right, yeah. Okay. I think just thinking of the swords. You get no, guns. no, no, no. Just like the shotgun. There's a shotgun, a railgun, and another gun. I think I don't know. I've only found the shotgun. I'll just use the standard one anyway. Well, because you need the railgun to do some of the puzzles. Oh really? Yeah, there's these things you can only shoot with the railgun that trigger stuff. I've never seen anything like that. Because uh, well, you completed it, haven't you? But you haven't yeah. seen... You Maybe know. not seen all the secrets. Well, definitely not seen all no. the secrets. But Well, according, yeah, according, apparently people are saying, according to the dev blog, there's loads of stuff that never made it into the game that was kind of meant to be in there, but, but you know, got stripped back. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a real pity, but I guess, you know, the, the realities of get the damn thing out the door um, have, have come to play. Uh, I I personally I think I'm probably I'm I, I'm really enjoying it and I'm playing it every lunchtime at work. I wish it had Steam save because I play a bit more at home. Um, yeah. What about you, Mark? Yeah, I had. I don't know. Some of it was good. Some of it was bad. Like the overall, there's kind of just like a vein of something running through it that was really cool and magical. Like the atmosphere of the game is really interesting, and it has like a nice, yeah, a nice like feeling to it. Like the combat is fun and stuff like that mm. but there's so much about it that just annoyed me yeah. like um, saving would you like to, if you do something and you want to carry on playing the game you really need to run outside of the room save so it saves and run back in and then carry on playing and stuff like that and now it felt like I was gaming the system a bit just so that I wasn't getting annoyed by ridiculous things there was well, I never actually found myself doing that actually. I did it all the time it's like bits where there was like blo- moving blocks that crushed you yeah, I have to go pick up a key and then go through a room, and I'd pick up this key, go through, die, and I pick up the key, go through, die, do that. So I'd pick up the key, go back out, go back in, because the key was right at the start of the room. Yeah, 
there's no challenge to getting or anything like that. And then just like, then yeah, I have to go. It's not even that. I, I had one where um, I died on an area, but there was a switch that I'd, I'd flicked earlier. And obviously, when I got round to the next bit, that, that switch had un, unswitched itself. So I had to walk all the way back, even though all the enemies were dead, yeah. just to flick this switch. And it was a big, long maze. The, the save point spacing is not brilliant. Yeah, I'll admit that. Well, it, I mean, it. It had a, a little save point on it, but the switch just kept unswitching itself. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So I had to keep walking back and switching the switch on just so I could go to the next bit that was just in front of me. Oh, mm. <laughs> All right, then. So what are we giving it out of ten? Mark? I don't know. Seven and a half? Seven? See, I'm thinking seven and a half as well. Uh, can I give it a one? Oh, you can. Yeah, you can. Ooh. Good Lord. Yeah, I've, I've not enjoyed it. Well, there's another thing, like, okay. the FPS was shit. Like, it would fluctuate a lot, so some of the moves that were frame-perfect would, you know, wouldn't I, work I, properly. You know, okay, I know it's a 2D game, and therefore it should run faster than anything, but I feel like you've got an especially shitty PC, because I didn't have that issue. No, everyone I've talked to is trying to... Look, it's the specific moment when you're trying to do the continuous the chain yeah, thing. So is... you can do that fine. No, no, no. It's, I feel like it's random. I can do it absolutely fine in the test room where yeah. there's no other shit making the game lag, but outside in the world, can't do it at all. Hmm. just doesn't work. And I think that is bad. Like, maybe given it... Definitely you've given it a bigger window. Yeah. Um, uh, and another thing was, like, the art was... Um, because of the perspective, and there was no real brightness or contrast between the, like, you know, foreground and background or anything. I never knew what was collidable or not. Yeah, yeah. That, I was walking good. around being like, "Oh, I can't walk through this." A lot of things as well. You thought you could dash across a gap. Yeah, and what and it really was was something that was very high, but in front of you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, you just dash behind it instead of thinking you could dash on top. Yeah, of it. there's a load of yeah. stuff like that. I had a load. I mean, I can't go into them all now. I had loads of issues with it. So yeah, it was yeah, yeah nice thing, but like loads of problems. I thought. I think yeah, the, the the good stuff is probably the Bow Blythe stuff, basically the basics of yeah, yeah, and the stuff like that. I feel feeling of it. Nice. Yeah. However, I suspect all the, the 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 guff is, you know, the heart machine guy. Um. Mm, okay. Well. Um. Yeah. Bit of a disappointment because that's been you know that was a ridiculous Kickstarter, wasn't it? That was when we asked for like thirty and got like half a million. Six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Crazy. It's fine. Yeah. Fine mm. with a fake video. Um, well done. Yeah, congrats, game system. Uh, what else have we played? One second. Ooh. That's all I played. I think. Uh, Salt and Sanctuary. Oh, Salt and Sanctuary. I only played a little bit of this. Actually, in fact, I only beat the first boss while we were having a look at it because I suddenly realised I had magic and I, was, I spammed him with that. Um, yeah, two D Dark, Dark Souls. It's really weird playing it after playing Dark Souls three though because the controls obviously map very differently because it's two D, and I found myself chugging potions when I'm going to be hitting. Yeah, things. yeah. But I, you know, I really like it. I like the atmosphere. I wanna. I'm. I'm. I'm really keen to play more, um, because because yeah, I, I suspect it's really really great. I don't. I'm not. It, the skill system's a bit weird. I'm. I'm still trying to get my head around it a bit because you have this skill tree that you put points into, and some of the nodes on it you can put extra points into, and it's all a bit. I don't know. Just. I. F I feel like the art has kind of got in the way of the actual gameplay there a little. They should have just stolen from Dark Souls, like everyone else have done. <laughs> um, I, th that's where they—it's weird how much they—they've slavishly recreated Dark Souls in some ways, and, and then they—they've they've differed in quite unwise ways, I think. But 
I can't wait to play some more of it. Um, you know, once Dark Souls Three is done and dusted in a month or so, because yeah. I'm taking my sweet, sweet time with it. Um, yeah, I look forward to going back to that. Um, so yeah, um, probably give probably talk about it more next month. I expect. Yeah, I might play that as well. Yeah, Into the Gungeon as well. We can't have yeah. um, which I've only played a little bit of, but it seems really good so far. Uh, it's got shit tons of weapons in it. Well, what surprised me about it was that. Um, all the trailers you see, it seems very frenetic. Yeah, it seems like action, 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 action. And then when we were playing it, it was empty room, yeah. couple of enemies, empty room. It was the start of the game, right? Yeah. I know, but no, no. But I think I think it, what surprises me actually is the level generation takes ages. It takes ages to do, like generate levels. Are you then, playing on PlayStation? Yeah, yeah. I uh, the guy, like the, the programmer, was. Uh, just tell, just having a really bad time about telling me about all the shit that you have to do with Unity and PS4 and stuff. So, right, is it Unity? Okay, because well, yeah. what? Because it's weird because it'll generate a world, a level with like eight rooms in it, and it will take fucking ages doing it. And it's mm. it's like, what's going on? And the actual the actual level design itself isn't great because quite often you'll you'll go to a dead end and it'll just be literally an empty room with nothing in it. What do you fucking do? Um, which is kind of shit. Um, I'm not really that played any of it. Yeah. So. It has got some really sensible stuff. I love the fact that you can pretty much teleport to most of the rooms because there's, generally speaking, kill everything. This a little teleport spot opens up and that means you can just pull up a map, zip there straight away rather than actually having to backtrack, which is a nice, sensible decision. But, yeah. Um, and and to be honest, I like twin-stick shooters and it's a very nice example of twin-stick shooter. Yeah, yeah. And it's really cute aesthetic. Yeah. Really great looking. Has everything you need. You, there's a roll. Yeah. Shoot in any direction. Nice variety of guns. Yeah, yeah, loads and loads of guns, which is great. Loads of enemies. Yeah, I'm looking forward to putting some serious time into that. Um, but uh, yeah, I've barely scratched the surface on it. Uh, certainly haven't completed it yet. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't rescued anyone yet. There's uh, extra characters you meet down there, apparently. Um, I thought the co-op was a bit weird. Where that is very odd. The way you have a, sp- a dedicated character for player two. Yeah, that's quite odd. That was very odd, and you had to go talk to him to bring him into the game. It I know. Seemed a bit you'd, weird. Think, you'd think just having a second pad all plugged in and ready to go would make it go. Oh, uh, or selecting uh, the co-op option. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a bit shit that. Um, yeah, there's literally like a little purple dude. You have, yeah, you, have to complete, you have to die once. You have to play the game, and then you talk to the dude. And he's like, "Oh, do you want to do co-op? What? What's this? This is odd. Don't know." <laughs> Don't like. Yeah, it's a bit. I think that's a bit weird that you have to find that out. But like, yeah, it's not. The, it's not that bad. I don't think. Yes, it is. I shouldn't have to Google yeah, yeah, stuff. The, okay. More that it's the same character as your secondary character. So yeah, yeah, and you don't get to choose one as no. opposed to just choosing two of the. Do you really care who you play as? Yeah, because they have different weapons. Does he? Yeah. Oh, you have different. You have different starting weapons, and you have, I think, and different smart bombs and stuff. Uh, different, sorry, not smart bombs, you've got the blanks, but you've got different secondary weapons. And plus, this is 2016, you have skill. to be able to play as a girl as well. Yeah. Well, you're a purple shadow creature, it might not be gendered. He had a stiffy in one of the shots, so... <laughs> it's not Still, might not be a, a guy. Okay, fair enough. Could be a... It could be another gun. Okay, yeah, yeah. you were being so careful there, weren't you? Thinking, <laughs> oh, I didn't know where I was going with that. Like, I've dug a hole, how do I get out of this? <laughs> Do we do we play anything else? No, no, okay. that's it. Should we have a look at Kickstarter? Yep. Let's have a look at Kickstarter. I'm going to turn on the television and make some squeaking noises. 
And that will be my bone. My stomach's making loads of weird noises. Oh, I don't know if that's going to come up on the air. Well, I very much hope it comes through on the microphone. I mean, I think I need to fart or something. (laughs) Well, if you could try not doing that into the microphone, that will be really If I did, I'd have to get up and it'd be quite obvious that I'm still what's doing. Yeah, I would probably stop you, or at least try. (laughs) Uh, Okie dokie, things... Oh, okay, this is weird. So, uh, we're going to be sort of chopping and changing between Kickstarter and Shitstarter. First one, The Sounds, a set of audio games. Now, now, this is actually a very admirable endeavour. Yeah. Making games that are purely sound-based. Yes. But, um... Having a game called Blind Football. Yes. Just, it's a bit monkey tennis. Um, it just, it just, what? It just seems weird. And then not explaining how blind football would work. Yeah, exactly. Just says, have you ever tried score a goal with your eyes closed? Here comes the challenge. So, there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, that's odd. Yes. Your, your ears are your only weapon. I think maybe the greatest thing I've ever read. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's weird. Uh, let's see. How much do they want though? Da, 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 da. They want £150,000. Oh, bless the fucking idiots. Uh, £240 raised from four backers. So, good lord. This is a really weird image they've chosen to illustrate the sounds, though. Um, so, Slime of Yuri, platformer, looks kind of cute, actually. Uh, looked alright. Um, uh, it may be shit. But there was something that looked kind of cute. The actual, the way the, the enemies reacted when you hit them seems quite sort of, it felt punchy. Uh, which was yep. nice. Um, 5,000, that's all they want, that's alright. I mean, they're not going to make it, but um, at least it's a sensible amount of money. Trump Man, the video game. Some people basically trying to make some money out of um, the world's largest asshole, um, Donald Trump. Uh, 5,500 Canadian. 58 days to go, and they've made none. Uh, Because the game looks utter shit, uh, unsurprisingly, and has terrible uh, rewards and a really badly edited video. Um, so that looks terrible. Um, in the shadows, this is a game I've been seeing for ages, which is like a little—it's a little pixely one where when you've got these creatures that are in the dark, and when you get them in the light, they turn into useful objects, and it has a nice pixel aesthetic. Um, but let's see, twelve thousand—they want. They've got three, three and a half. Twenty-eight days to go. That's probably going to make it actually. But it has got—it's um, got a nice aesthetic, but I don't see what the actual game. Doesn't look very interesting from gameplay point of view, really, um, so far. But graphics are nice, so that's that's good. Got the nice graphics. Gateway to Summoning, which I've only kept on for day, really. Yes, because it had a, a very muscly mushroom in it. Yep, a muscly mushroom. A mushroom that had obviously taken a lot of steroids. Yeah, and was very ripped. It was it was quite weird, um, and and yeah, it's a first person. Uh, explorey magic thing. I suspect that this has been completely um, choreographed. Let's see. Let's see if that mushroom seems to get us. right at the beginning. It was yeah, right, right at the beginning. There it is. There he There's is. the beefcake mushroom. Uh, I can't. You can't really tell he's muscly. It just looks like a, a looks like a big cock sticking out the grass there a little bit <laughs> out of a, a nest of green pews. Oh no, you can see his, you can see the lats there. Can you see the lat? Oh, can you? Okay, it's a little bit too blurry for me to be able to tell. I shall take. I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's Gateway the Summoning. What? Just another generic title. Yeah, the game looked terrible. Yeah, uh, the Morgue, uh, first-person horror game, 
I think. Um, but it looked, just really reminded me of Thief 3 um, for some reason. Uh, it's not set in that sort of past. However, the aesthetic really reminded me of that. And that is enough reason to mention it because Thief 3 is really, really good and underrated. And a game that I occasionally... Gonna, they, oh, why'd they really ruin that franchise with Thief 4? They really dropped a bollock there. That's annoying. Oh, I forgot about Thief 4. It was terrible. Um, Ghost Theory. <laughs> I was trying to mention Ghost Theory, a serious take on paranormal research. Mm. Yeah, not a serious take. Um, but they're going to make them that money probably, actually. They're right on target. They want 50 grand. But investigate real haunted places in a first-person adventure horror game, which has all the same tropes of these things. Um, but uh, you've got some, you've got like a little UV detector and a little ghost meter and shit like that, which obviously aren't actual things that assist in the making of ghosts because ghost meters and all other bloody nonsense uh, oh Fear Effect Sender that was the one we mentioned earlier uh, yeah they got 56 of 100,000 20 days to go they're going to make it and they're going to make a shit game uh, Adolf Christ <laughs> no idea what it is but it's called Adolf Christ he's also a wrote a book and a screenplay yes he's written a book and a screenplay for it about Adolf um, Christ which you can which you can read there, a link has been provided let's click that Let's see. Um, book Adolf Christ by by Larry R. Day. Uh, published. Hmm, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, this book is dedicated to all the question seekers of the world. Oh, what a load of shite. Um, so anyway, yeah, if you want, you can got read a book. Fonts, yeah, it's got It's not. Oh, it's really horrible, isn't it? Um, yeah. He's a natural artist and has 216 <laughs> hobbies. Jesus. Oh, what a prick. He... Who counts the amount of hobbies they have? And what do you count even... as hobbies? I don't, I don't get what you'd count. There's 216 different kinds of masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> There's a single I there. He hasn't capitalised. That's annoyed me. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Gun Katana, lightning fast cyberpunk action, top down sort of slightly hotline Miami looking thing. Yeah, it's an arena yeah. shooter, isn't it? Yeah, but you have these little rails that you zip around on that you can and look. Like quite interesting actually. It's been doing the rounds for ages already. Hasn't yeah, it? the graphics are awful. Yeah, I mean really bad, really quite quite bad. And actually, all the art is the key art for the sort of um, front of this like video. The eighties style. Yeah, like just everything out of proportion. Like it's been drawn by someone who who has who who's heard of muscles and has <laughs> and has a passing familiarity with the human form, but the specifics are beyond them basically. <laughs> Um, but that, um, that actually looked, uh, uh, looked quite fun, but it's not going to make it. Uh, solve that case. Now, what would you say about solve that case? <laughs> um, it, it seems to be an amalgamation of lots of old games. Yeah. yeah what do you say about the person making this? The, the creator <laughs> oh, God. Would, would be someone who's very meticulous, almost. You know what? What is what is the actual phrase you used earlier, <laughs> Dave, to, to describe the person? Said he was very artistic. No, I, not <laughs> not quite there. Not quite there. That's what, what I thought you said. Dave? Yeah, I I I may have suggested <laughs> that it wouldn't have surprised me if the guy creating it was a little autistic. Okay, that was not an insult to him. I no. Just, was nothing wrong with being autistic. The impression I got from um That woman doesn't have a nose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, she doesn't. 
But she does it in the reflection. Maybe that's, maybe that's why she's looking in the mirror, kind of like, fuck, my nose is gone. But the the nose is in the mirror. Maybe I, that's I the... I think uh, that's just bad colouring in there. I think that's not actually the nose. So what's this game called again? Uh, solve that case. Maybe that's the case. Maybe the case is like, where's nose. my nose? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's about. Got your nose. Let's turn that into a video. There was game. a list there of the games that it mimicked. Okay, yeah. Let's have a quick look. Uh, uh, Berserk. I thought it was Berserk as well, didn't I? Space Invaders, Beer Tapper, Frogger, Dig Dug, Guitar Hero, Streets of Rage, Mega Man, Super Mario. So it looked pretty fun. It looked terrible. It looked terrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but in a fun way. <laughs> okay, and Gabub's Adventure, which is shit dizzy, basically. Uh, oh, I I think there's a charm to it, and I I will freely admit that I have backed that. You have backed this, yes. Okay, so twelve days. It's not going to make it though. Yeah, it's only got to get three and a half. Yeah, but it's only got a third, and it's only got it's got only got. Yeah, I think it was only, it's only a third got one third one. left. Yeah, so. it does look quite nice, but. There's something about it I quite, that I do quite like. It just looks like it'd be but... enjoyable to wander around. Yeah. Well, as I described, it's shit, like knit, but with a Y. So that's what it is. Because <laughs> I hate bloody Nifless's games. Well, I mean, it's it's it basically like Seekless, isn't it? Yeah. In fact, it says there, a game like Seekless. Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So. Uh, Seekless was shit as well, wasn't it? Um, there we go. So... Um, yeah, there's not, it's not, it's not exactly a rich crop. There's nothing really good in, um, uh, Shitstarter, uh, this month, unfortunately. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it really, isn't it? Yep. Uh, anyone doing anything interesting? No, Dave, no. your game? Is that, is that going well? It's going great. Yeah, Dave, um, Mark, what about you? Making some stuff. You make what you make. You making stuff. Yeah, yeah. making stuff. Titan Souls two. Yeah, it's not not going to be Titan Souls two. <laughs> it looks like Titan Souls two. It's not Titan Souls two. Why are you not doing your mirror game? Your um, what was it? Light called? one. Light one. Yeah. I'll maybe do it one day. One day. One day. Yeah. Okay. I just don't want to make puzzles at the moment. Why not? I mean, oh, because you've just puzzles. been through bloody yeah, puzzles, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Puzzles are just fucking nightmare to make. You're going to have proper enemies in this one. It's just going to be bosses you need. I don't, know, I don't know what we're doing yet. We're just kind of messing around a bit, doing 3D stuff and trying out. 3D? Look at him, eh? Ooh, 3D. Just because mm. he's done 2D twice. Next up, monkey 4D. 3D. Yeah, you're 3D again. You're 3D. You've just done a Super Monkey Ball clone for a IGF. Not IGF, what am I saying? Ludendare. Ludendare. Fucking Ludum. Every month there's a Ludendare. Well, uh, every four months. <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> Is it not every three? No, it's every four. four. It's three times a year, isn't it? Okay, I thought for some reason that was quarterly. So it's been going 36 divided by three years. It's been going, what, 12 Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't strictly every four months at the beginning. Oh, okay. And then they, they kind of, they just did it whenever originally. Hmm. All right, well, um, thanks for listening. Um, uh Oh, you can give us a review on iTunes. That'd be really appreciated. That's not, you this isn't the right a Steam code. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. If you give us a review, I will find that Steam code. If I can't, I'll buy you something. So, nice what, on so Steam. everyone who I'm reviews literally this. paying for reviews. I've just realised. <laughs> everyone who yeah, but they reviews might not review this. it well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it should be an honest review. <laughs> One star. This no. podcast is shit. No, give me my Steam code. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. No, that's bad. <laughs> 
Because the whole point is we need to get more listeners because I really, I do worry how few people listen to it. I should check the stats. It's not going to be a pretty picture. Mm. I think there are more people making this podcast than listening to it now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, see you in a month or so. Bye. <laughs>